a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Welcome to the show tonight. Prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is to be blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those blood. That's it. Extravaganza, sorry. We're going to talk about COVID. I've been out for two weeks. I got sick. I got the Rona. Fucking bullshit. We're going to talk about all that shit. Where I've been at for the last couple of weeks. We got to talk about Stephanie Mat- Matto. I think her name is Stephanie Matto. Right here from Connecticut. The fart jar lady who very well might be on the show next week. I got to tell you all about this. Oh, yeah. We got a user, a user, a viewer submitted story for this week who needs the loud pack advice, so we're going to help them. And, of course, (laughs) the fucking finale. Sent to me by a mystery viewer this week, which I can only imagine, is a challenge. A challenge that you might recognize. The one chip challenge. Don't go anywhere. It's going down. It's two. B. What? <laughs> That's right. I got someone actually sent this to me. All right. Now I've seen all the videos. I'm going to toss this wrapper. Fuck this. You don't need that shit. The one chip challenge. All right. Now, I've seen the videos. Y'all see it. I've seen the videos. And it looks absolutely painful. So, here's the thing, though. I'm not just going to 
pop this some bitch open and just do it right there's got to be there's got to be a little tip for tat a little give and take you know what i'm saying so here's what we're gonna do come the end of this show if the counter on the top left-hand corner of the screen, which currently sits at seven right now, if we get that some bitch to 50, I will do the one chip challenge right here live on the air tonight. Tonight. But y'all gonna have to work for it too. If you wanna watch me suffer, start sharing the live stream out. Now, it's time for my favorite part of the show and yours. The ceremonial lighting of the blood. I got a king palm stuffed with mac and cheese and not the creamy kind you eat with a spoon out the blue box. No, I'm talking the green kind that we're about to smoke right here. King palm loaded. My, it's definitely my favorite part of the show. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, I can't do it on TikTok. Dude, I, you know what? It's been so long since I've been live, I forgot the rules. I forgot the fucking rules, and that's a problem. Let me just uh, add this here. And get this. Live stream to 50 viewers, and I'll do Packy, the Packy one chip challenge tonight. And we're gonna make that a nice scrolling gimmick. Boom! Boom! Just so we have a reminder if you're not watching on YouTube, or Twitch, or Facebook. You're probably not getting the whole show, but on the screen right now is a reminder. And by the end of the show, we got 50 fucking viewers in here. I will do the Packy One Chip Challenge. And I really don't even know why I'm putting myself through the rigor. I really don't, because December was already a shit show. Already a shit show. I started December thinking we were going to be good. We're going into the fucking holidays. I'm running smooth. This is going to be great. And the week of Christmas, literally December 20th, let me take a hit. December 20th, I'm at work. I get to work. I'm sitting there. I'm like, yo, it's cold today. Now, granted, I work in a shop and a machine shop. So like, okay. That's that's not abnormal, right? Not abnormal by any means. <clears throat> but listen, I run hot. I run hot generally. What's up, Court? I see you up in there. I run hot as shit. I'm always, always fucking hot, no matter what I do. My wife will tell you I'm fucking I just I, I, the, the slightest inconvenience of humidity or something, and I'm my ass sweating, yo. Does it help that I'm a fat dude? No. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles. So I'm at work. I'm sitting there. I got a fucking t-shirt on. I got a fucking hoodie on. I got the fucking jacket on my Carhartt jacket. It's Carhartt. Y'all, if y'all, y'all, y'all know Carhartt. That shit's warm as fuck. So I'm sitting at work. I'm fucking freezing. And I know something's wrong right off the rip. I'm like, something, something's going on with me. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I know it's not right. I text my wife. I'm like, babe, here's what's going on. She's a nurse. So, of course, you know, her opinion at this point is crucial. So, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, babe, here's what's going on. I feel like shit. I got the chills. My body hurts. I'm cold. Fuck should I do? She's like, come the fuck home. All right. I've told work. I, I got to go. I got. I don't feel good. I'm leaving. You know, we got the fucking Omicron, the Marion, whatever the fuck, the, the, whatever the fuck strain of the week it is. Yeah, the corona running rampant all over fucking USA. So I get home, my wife's got the rapid test. Thank God. I take the rapid test. I'm sitting there waiting. I'm like, yo, 
What are the chances? Like I got, I got the Rona. What are the chances? Well, <laughs> the fuck. I'll tell you exactly the chances are very high, higher than I am probably right now. Cause I, I, I literally boom done. I had it. It was like within within half hour. I, we already knew positive, positive for the Rona. Bonus. I got like two weeks off from work. Awesome. Side side part. That shit sucked. I was sick as fuck for probably like a good 48 hours. I hate that shit. So that's why December was kind of filled with no shows. Like we did the first week of December. Then the next week was my wife's birthday. And then we had uh, Corona for two weeks and shit. And so it's just fucking, it's been nuts. It's been fucking insane. So here I am now. We are on January 6th, and my ass is sitting here with one of these I'm going to burn your asshole chip challenges ready to put my entire well-being on the line for y'all. If we can get 50 people in here at once, I will do the one chip challenge right here on the air tonight. Two fucking night, yo. Two fucking night. And you want to talk about. Let's talk about other bullshit. Let me, let, let me just run this one by you. Yesterday, we had like a, a flash, a flash freeze. A flat. Now, if you don't live in like New England or the northern states, you probably have no clue what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Basically, what happened was around like seven in the morning which is literally right before I have to go to work. It started like a piece of weed in my mouth. <laughs> it started like freezing rain. Now freezing rain. If you live in new England, that shit's a bitch, right? It's a bitch. So I'm like, I already know how bad it is. Cause I went to let the dogs out. And my dogs, when they went to go run off the back deck, almost a slid right the fuck off and went flying, went fucking flying. So I knew it was bad. Like you could just touch the railing and it was like, boop, I did ice skates. I knew it was bad when I had to walk from the back from my house to my detached garage and I'm holding on for dear fucking life on the railing, hoping that like, you know, I'm not, I'm not about to die. Risking it all to go to work today. So my ass gets in my car. I'm creeping out the fucking driveway. I'm going probably like two miles per hour. I mean, it's so... <laughs> it's so slippery. So I pull up my driveway now. I got. I want to. I get out. I got like a little incline, a decline, on my road. Then I go down towards, and then I, there's a little bend at the end. So there's a little little bend you turn on, like a little ninety degree gimmick. So I'm. I'm I, I I put the car in drive and I start going down the hill. And I'm literally going slow motion. We're talking five to five ten miles per hour, just cruising, just cruising at this point. And I'm driving, and there's this dude about a few houses down, putting lights down on the driveway. And I'm driving by, and he, and he looks at me, and he mouths to me, and he says, it's fucking slippery. And I look at him, and I'm like, I know. <laughs> and not more than three houses down from that point, I hit the bend. And all of a sudden, there is no fucking stopping. All of a sudden, I'm going sideways in slow motion. Slow fucking motion. No fucking lie. So as I'm going in slow motion, there's an old dude sitting in his house, sitting on the on the porch. Probably, I don't know what he's doing out there. But he was sitting on the porch looking at me as I'm sliding sideways into his yard. I go sideways. I pop the fucking curb and I'm literally in this dude's front fucking yard and no bullshit. The guy looks at me with a look of disgust, shakes his head, goes inside and just closes the front fucking door, closes the front fucking door. No fucks. Here I am in your front yard, four wheels in the grass and you just like that. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe it, yo. <laughs> no bullshit. That legit happened. 
So it's already been, you know, <laughs> the car's okay, thankfully. The drive to work was so fucking nuts. If you live in Connecticut or anywhere like in like that region, you probably were part of the flash freeze yesterday. If you had any crazy events happen, definitely, definitely uh, call in 860-384-7110. That's 860-384-7110. Let me know. I can't be the only one. It took me a half hour to go. It should have been maybe 10 minutes. I was driving so slow. The slightest incline of a hill, my tires were spinning. It's fucking nuts, yo. This this New England shit's crazy. And I'm just saying, it's 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 almost it's almost like winter is coming. And I'll tell you what, I'm not ready for no more of that shit. None of that shit. <laughs> yeah, Troy, you know it was wild out in this bitch. Troy knows to be blunt. Take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Cassidy about their sex this weekend taking place. The Killer Smoke Fest Extravaganza. Don't go nowhere. It's the highest podcast around. It's to be blunt. So just tell me what I'm smoking Some of y'all just out here joking I'm just praying that I'm talking Not some shit that'll have me choking Now I know you think this loud But I can tell you this some bullshit You done hype me up and now I'm sitting here Looking just so stupid Now I smoked the whole bag and I'm still sober My day's ruined Now I'm drinking all this booze and doing lies I'm superhuman, fuck you And you, and you I hate your dealer and he hates me too I'm through, I'm through, I'm through This that bad we bummer anthem Roll it up, these strings be random Fuck you, and you, and you I hate your dealer and he hates me too I'm through, I'm through, I'm through This that bad we bummer this that bad weed bummer two step. I ain't hearing shit that you said. You done told me that you had that loud, but now you looking stupid. Man, you messing with professionals. We smoking on that new shit. You still smoking shit with stems and seeds that Bobby Brown, I knew it. Now I know you think this loud, but I can tell you this some bullshit. You done hype me up, and now I'm sitting here looking just so stupid. Now I smoked the whole bag, and I'm still sober. My day's ruined. Now I'm drinking all this booze and doing lies. I'm Superhuman, fuck you and you and you. I hate your dealer and he hates me too. I'm through, I'm through, I'm through. This that bad we bummer anthem. Roll it up, these strings be random. Fuck you and you and you. I hate your dealer and he hates me too. I'm through, I'm through, I'm through. This that bad we bummer anthem. Roll it up, these know you think this loud, but I can tell you this some bullshit. You done hype me up, and now I'm sitting here looking just so stupid. Now I smoked the whole bag, and I'm still sober. My day's ruined. Now I'm drinking all this booze and doing lies of superhuman. Fuck you and you and you. It's going down. You 
already know. Shout out everyone on TikTok. I see y'all in here heavy. The chat is popping right now. And I just want to give y'all a shout out because I see you up in here. Don't forget, we're trying to get to 50 people for the one chip challenge to go down at the end of the show. So don't go anywhere. Make sure you share out that live feed this weekend. We got hella, hella cannabis events happening in Connecticut. So I want to give y'all a quick rundown going down this week. Saturday from 10 to 4, you can check out the High Bazaar in Hamden, Connecticut. Saturday, 6 p.m., Pioneer Valley Society is live in the woods. Check them out at Pioneer Valley Society on uh, Instagram. Uh, tonight, actually, from 5 to 9 p.m., Hep, the Hempire Collective brings you How to Catch a Stoner. Their big sesh going down. The High Bazaar returns Sunday, January 9th from 10 to 4 p.m. Paper City Social tonight, 6 to 8 p.m. Check them out on Instagram at Paper City Social Club. Gene Traders, where you can find all your seeds and clones. Going down New York City this weekend, Sunday, January 9th from 12 to 4. The Cousins Gathering Session this Friday, January 7th. From 6 to 9, you have the Interpretation Brunch. Interpretation is where you can go eat an infused, like, three-course fucking meal. Check them out at Interpretation on Instagram. And then, of course, of course, this weekend, the Kill Us Smoke Fest Extravaganza, which we're going to be talking to Cassidy any moment now, who's going to be calling in for this huge event going down this weekend to tell you more about it which i'm really excited because let me tell you the killer smoke fest has been making some waves and if you're in connecticut definitely gotta check them out uh you can go check them out on instagram at killer underscore cassidy also So, you guys, I mean, there's a lot of events going on all over Connecticut. So, if you're and in the surrounding areas, you guys, like, these are all the events. And hopefully every week, Kill a Smoke Fest is a blast. Shannon Sparks right there. Kill a Smoke Fest is a blast, yo. What up, Jonah? I see you in here. Yeah, these sessions in Connecticut are are absolutely fantastic. And they each kind of bring their own flair, their own style. They all almost got their own personality. And you're not really going to find a lot of the same vendors. Like when you go to these events, it's it's pretty crazy how they do it. Um So, we're going to go ahead. I'm going to get her on the line. I'm pretty sure. Assuming this is going to work, of course. This is the live. What do you want? <clears throat> yep. Yep. That's why that's how it works. And of course now. Uh, why am I not getting anything? It's always something. I'm always, you know, hi. That's not beyond the point. I wonder why it's not. Uh, that's fucking bummer. Well, of course. The wireless oh. customer you are calling is not available. Please well, at least try I again got later. something. El cliente al que llama no se encuentra at least I got something, yo. <laughs> yo, I didn't. Oh, wait a second. Maybe we got it to work this time. <laughs> hey, how's it going? What's up, Cassidy? What's going on? How's it going? Well, you know, we had a little, a little tech, uh, tech issue there, but thankfully that was uh, short-lived. Yeah. 
Yeah, technical difficulties on my end. Sorry about that. No, I know. It's all right. We wanted to get get you on camera for the viewers so everyone could see you. But unfortunately, that just wasn't the case. But that's all right. We got you on the phone. We got to talk about your event this weekend, Extravaganza, which is going to be uh, a pretty awesome event going down this weekend and January 9th, 3 to 8 p.m. in Meriden, Connecticut, 71 Melville Avenue with a $10 entry fee uh, free for MedCard patients and veterans. Dude, first off, I just want to say... Actually, we're taking over that spot. Um, we're going to be doing events uh, every weekend coming up. Uh, we're going to be doing Fridays and Sundays. Uh, we're setting up to just expand this venue and get as many vendors as we can an opportunity to make some money and give back to the community and everyone can have some fun too. You know, um, we've got two floors. We got a, a full bar downstairs. Um, the top floor is an actually indoor smoking area. Um, it's a private bar and I'm going to be taking over it as a kill a smoke LLC. So we're going to be transitioning with legalities into Connecticut's first legal smoke bar. Really? I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I I have huge plans. So Connecticut's you know, and first this is just legal smoke the bar. The preliminary I mean, stages. How how is that? Sorry. How do you get into something like that? Like to become Connecticut's first like first, you know, smoke bar or however you want to put it. Like how how is that an achievable thing. I know that, you know, with it becoming obviously recreational, that's the one thing that makes it easier. But So there is a very specific loophole. You need a private bar. Um, it's going to be a membership-based thing. Luckily, the AOH, the facility that I'm taking over, is already an established private bar. So, so private bar, you're I talking mean, like Elks and stuff like that, like the Falcons, the Elks, those kind of places. Yeah, BMW's. so if you you know you those bars you can go into and smoke a cigarette. Yes, legality speaking, anywhere you can smoke a cigarette, you can smoke a joint. This is true now. So you have yes. acquired the space. You did your first show there um, last month, and right uh, actually last week. Uh, we've been doing shows all over the state. Now we finally settled in a location. And we're just expanding. We have more and more food trucks joining us, more and more live performers. Which hopefully I get <laughs> more on vendors. That list. Sorry, I'm blazing <laughs> too. So, gotta gotta get my smoke on. But <laughs> I'm doing the same thing. That's cool. But here's the thing. So, like, you have this huge event coming up. You've been doing this for a little bit. How <coughs> how how what is it like being a female in this industry? There's not a lot of sessions right now or if any at all that I know of in Connecticut that are ran by a woman. So tell me about that. Well, I mean, I am a woman, so I don't know. I've never really thought about it. I just like breaking glass ceilings. See, I think that's incredible. And, uh, and a lot of my women, actually, a lot of my vendors are really strong, empowered women. And it's really inspiring to see such a community coming together to, to build something together. And like I said, they're all busting their asses. So the harder they go, the harder I go. Because, you know, if you're working for me and you're showing me that you give a fuck. Sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to swear. But I'm going to go even harder for you. You know, you know, they deserve it. They deserve this spotlight. They deserve this recognition. They, like I said, I see these girls like coming up from nothing and building themselves into something. And it's fucking amazing to watch. And I think that's incredible. And we have actually a pretty large female audience that watch the show. And I know when I told a lot of people about um, your event, especially like in my Discord and stuff like that, and people are hearing that, you know, it was a female putting it on it. They, they were so about that. And I thought that was super cool. And I think that kind of sets you apart from a lot of people. Like I was actually talking to someone today who I know is looking to get into it. And I'm like, oh, there's this dope one going on and you and, you know, you. I told her how you were trying to create a, a, a like a free open market for cannabis. And that was one of the things I wanted to touch on is a lot of these events. If you're a vendor, right, you, you go and you're paying a couple hundred dollars for a table at these events. Most yeah, places. I wanted to create something completely different. 
I think that these vendors deserve a platform that isn't taking their profits. So I am sticking with a $10 vending fee and I don't care how big we get. I don't want any more. You know, I think that everyone deserves a livable wage and they're not being created right now. So I'm going to create it. Forget about it. Like if the system is failing us, it's time to create our own. So I, I bought this storefront that could be a platform for other businesses. And even, you know, when we change over to legalization, you know, we can just go a different direction. You know, we can still have vendors there. You can still buy your weed there and enjoy yourself. It'll just be different types of vendors. It'll be people that are actually putting their hard work into their craft, you know. And I think that's a great idea. And it's really fun, too, you know. And we add a little more personal touch than other venues. We give out free things, like the only reason there is a door fee is because we're giving you free stuff when you come. Like what? You know, this isn't about greed. Uh, you get free infused hot cocoa every time you come. And if you're a vet or um, a med card holder, you get to come in for free and you still get that infusion. So, so, like I said, the only reason we charge is to cover the overhead expenditure. It's not about greed to me. I feel like a lot of these other venues kind of do have a different undertone and as much as I, I'd love to work with them, I want to give people opportunities to make a living for themselves. So and if I can't offer that, like what what am I doing? You know? I, I agree with you, but my so my thing is like how do you think the other the other like promoters are looking at this now? Now you have all these promoters that are charging these tables and you're here basically giving them bitches away for free. Right. Do you think that's, well, do, you, do you, have you got any kickback from that? Um, I, not out loud, but <laughs> I can feel it. Um, I'm getting called to a lot of private meetings with a lot of different organizations running events. And even though it does seem like they're welcoming, they're almost not. Um, so I, it's making me want to just launch further in my own direction. You know, I, I don't want to take advantage of people. I want to open a free market. I want people to have an opportunity. You know, if you get into this right now and you stack a little bit of cash, you can set yourself up to go legal. And I believe that this should be an open market and that everyone should have an opportunity to thrive. The only reason where our economy is where it is right now is because we're not cultivating our own goods. We offer nothing as a society. Now we're trying to offer something. We can grow a plant. We can turn it into a thousand different things, including medicine. Most importantly, medicine. I, yeah, most importantly, medicine, <laughs> you know, and like not the pills they're shoving down your throat that come with 27 other side effects, like genuine medicine. I, it almost seems criminal that they've outlawed it and for so long and punished so many people for it. Oh, I mean, it is though. But it is. Uh, it is outrageous. It's, it is. Absolutely. You know, my brother is still fighting for his freedom. They try. We're trying to incarcerate him for ten years over marijuana. Come on. Over a fucking plant. Like what the? I I have gone and bent over backwards and uh, put ten thousand dollars on a credit card to buy him an attorney. To save his ass, because I didn't think he deserved to go to jail over a plant. So, I don't know. I'm very invested in this cause, like, overall, just for a multitude of reasons, you know? <clears throat> and I I think it's our, our chance as a society to stop being enslaved in this economy. Like, if we don't break out on our own, you're going to build somebody else's dreams. You're never going to get where you need to be. They're not offering livable wages anywhere, you know, and rent prices are skyrocketing. Have you noticed the climb in homelessness? Cause oh, yeah. I have. Oh yeah. I've seen more people out, outside panhandling just in Middletown than I've ever had within the past year. Like it, we never used to see that, but now like, it's feel like it's every major plaza or parking lot or something like they're there. Uh, and you know what? It's not even like people that make bad decisions. I saw a disabled man the other day crying and freezing cold. Why? Why are we doing this as a society? <laughs> I just don't, I don't get it anymore. Uh, I, I need to create something different because I just think that the way everything is constructed 
none of us are going to make it. Well, I also hear you're, you have some goals for running something uh, nonprofit that I was told to ask you about. Shannon Sparks said to ask you about nonprofit goals. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to open a nonprofit for homelessness as I see our rent prices skyrocketing. Ties right we in with what we just something. talked about. Yeah, uh, we need to do something. We need to save these people. If if I do become rich, if I become very successful, most of my money is going to be invested into creating something to get these people off the streets. There's no reason for this. And like I said, these soaring rent prices, you're just going to push more and more families, low-income families, vets, uh, the disabled, the mentally ill. They're all going to become homeless. If we don't put in preventative measures now, the hell are we going to do for these people it's, i mean you're making perfect sense to me and i think you know running a nonprofit for homeless really speaks volumes about you as a person too i think that's pretty awesome yeah well i mean that's honestly been my dream my whole life my mom was surprised i decided to do a for-profit first <laughs> but here i am but i guess <laughs> this is a nonprofit in a way too because it gives people a platform to make a living for themselves. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give the vendors an opportunity and not take care, you know, to take care of themselves, the little fish. It's not all about big money. You know, these big vending fees, they're pushing out a lot of the small timers. And if you have too good of a table, they'll push you out too. I've seen a lot of that. Ooh. I mean, that's happened to Ooh, me. That's some tea right there. That's happened to me. If you shine too bright, you're not welcome. So if that's, that's an issue, I can make my own. And, and, and that's just how I feel about it. I think that's amazing. And I think that's a, and look, I mean, just what's come of this has been quite a success story. And I got, I got to ask if for like a newcomer, like what kind of things can they find at uh, your, your event this weekend? They can find all sorts of things. We're going to have two different food trucks. Uh, we're going to have grilled cheese and tacos. Uh, we're going to have a variety of vendors, some of them 420 friendly. All right. Um, we have Oracle readings. We have a private bar. We have free infused hot cocoa from Outer My Space Creation. The whole lineup There's just you got. a lot of fun stuff going on. But, yeah, um, we are asking if you have COVID or, or showing symptoms that you please wait. Yeah. Until you are feeling better to join us. <laughs> right. Yes. That's, please stay the fuck home if you think you're fun. sick. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> stay please the fuck home. Me. Trust me. I just had that shit. This shit's no fun. No fun whatsoever. Yeah. I, I'm watching it. I took a COVID test yesterday just because I'm watching it ravage the population. And if I catch it, I, I'm going to have to cancel my event. You don't want to be doing that either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So home. I have to take extra precautions. I'm going to be taking COVID tests every week to ensure that I'm not infecting the public. So hell yeah. So you talked about helping the small guys, right? And so if you are a small time vendor and you're looking to get involved, or you'd like to maybe get a vendor table at one of your events, what would the process be? Well, we now have an online ticket process. Um, I can send you a link. Um, and there's only limited spots for vendors tickets. Um, you would go online and purchase your spot and then you would have your table reserved for you. And that's it. That's all you need. You just, that's it. You just show up. You show up, but you, you'll get a little ticket. I have a printed out list of all the names of all the vendors already. So I'm just going to double verify everything. And like I said, it's only $10. And you provide the table for them. They should bring their okay. own. The right. tables that we have are a bit too long. And I don't want to have nine-foot vending tables. I would prefer six-foot vending tables. So if anyone's listening and interested in getting involved, six-foot is ideal. Six-foot table, $10. Hit her up online. If you go to Instagram, you can hit her up at, at Killa, K-I-L-L-A-H, underscore Cassidy, C-A-S-S-I-D-Y. And you can uh, get your chance to shine. So, uh, is there a long wait to get a table, or like, is, could it be there like maybe next weekend? 
We actually have a ton of spots. Uh, this is a pretty big venue. <coughs> Sorry, again, I'm still smoking. <laughs> okay. um, we have two floors and an outdoor area. So actually, we still have room for about five to ten more vendors if they want to. Five to ten more vendors. If you guys are watching and you're in Connecticut or the surrounding states and you want to get your shine on, hit her up. Yeah, I can have... I- I can give you a link. I'll send it to you. Send me the uh, link, definitely. Um, I got your IG listed on the screen for anybody watching so they can find you and uh, get all the information you need for sure. Because I think what you guys are doing is great. Okay. So this weekend, this weekend, January 9th, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., 71 Melville Avenue in Meriden, Connecticut. It is the Killer Smoke Fest Extravaganza. Cassie, yo, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you, homie. Yeah, no problem. Have a great night. I'll talk to you later. You too. Peace. Can my podcast be a vendor? Dude, why not? She said some of them were 420 Friday. That means if you want to, man, go up in there, 10 bucks. You put out your merch on the table. Lay your shit out. Get some t-shirts. You know what I mean? Some stickers and shit. Get your mic set up, a little boom arm like this, your mixer over here, a little phone, the live stream, your little gimmick. And and well, I mean, if they have Wi-Fi, shit, maybe I'll maybe I'll stream from there. That's not actually a terrible idea. On and off the field. Shout out. <laughs> that shit's dope. Listen, we're <laughs> we are still short <laughs> we're still a little short i got the packy one chip challenge that i said i would do and we can get 50 people just in here just in here doesn't count any other networks i'm on just in here if so i will do the one chip challenge right here tonight for everybody for everybody otherwise i'm not i'm not gonna i i, I don't want to die <laughs> i don't want to die you know what scares me is it literally says this chip will destroy you this chip will destroy you what the fuck yo <laughs> A one chip challenge. Carolina Reaper Reaper and Scorpion Pepper. Now I've eaten ghost peppers, which are supposed to be like the hottest of the hot, right? That's like the hottest ones. I had this this dude at my job that used to work there. He used to be drunk every fucking day. But he'd bring in his own, like he'd make pickled peppers and spicy pickles and he would make his own shit and he would just like give it out to everybody all day and bring his shit in. <laughs> Lucy says, that shit is hot as fuck. Never gonna lie, do it again. Good luck, dude. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> nah, Carolina Reapers are hotter, bro. Okay. There's, there's, there's a fucking, there's a fucking warning on here. There's a warning. The warning says, do not eat if you are sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades, or capsicin. I don't know what the fuck that is. Or are pregnant or have any medical conditions. Keep out of reach of children after touching the chip. Wash your damn hands. With soap and do not touch your eyes or other sensitive areas. <laughs> okay. Seek medical assistance should you experience difficult breathing, fainting, or extreme nausea. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I've never actually... I'm not even going to bother to open it because I'm just going to wait for now. If we can get this live stream up to 50 people, 
I will eat the Packy One Chip Challenge. Right here live on the air. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If y'all want to see it go down. Um, let's get it popping. You know, I got these weird people on, on TikTok that keep hitting me up to like to fucking join their live stream. Like, bruh, I'm doing a fucking podcast, yo. <laughs> That's there, but if y'all start sharing, I'm with the baby. That's two people. <laughs> I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to keep watching. Listen, I don't know if you guys heard of the story of Stephanie. I can never say her fucking last name. Matto? Matto? Anyway, she's from Woodbury, Connecticut. She was actually on the show 90 Day Fiance. And she's built this successful uh, business. And what she does is she makes fart jars and she sells them. No fucking lie. Fart jars. All right. And I mean, I've heard of a lot of different side hustles, but fart jars have been one thing. She just in, all right, just in fart jars alone has walked away with around 200,000 fucking dollars in profit 200,000 fucking dollars in profit just from making fart jars yo now I mean that that's pretty incredible if you ask me <laughs> that's right yo <laughs> this that's like the whole that's in a jar. Five hundred dollars. That's like a dollar. Ooh, that you can't even package. That's runny. That's running through the package. Oh god damn it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why is this one so long? It was like wet fart, dry fart, sharp fart, and then diarrhea is fucking 30 seconds long. Anyways, so apparently, fart and pool. Oh, the bomb! Can't. Yo, oh. 
Oh, shit. 90 day fiance. Yeah, so it's $200,000. She was selling each jar for like 100 bucks, yo. And then she would sell like special $1,000 fart jars. So in order to keep this gimmick up, right, that she would have to have like a special diet of like, you know, beans and hella fiber and shit. Well, it turns out she ended up in the hospital. She thought she was having a fucking stroke. And I quote, she said, I could tell something was not right that evening when I was lying in bed and I could feel pressure in my stomach moving upward. It was quite hard to breathe. Every time I tried to breathe in, I'd feel a pinching sensation around my heart. And it was made clear that what I was experiencing wasn't a stroke or heart attack, but very intense gas pains. I, I thought I was having a stroke. And these were my final moments. <laughs> I was overdoing it. <laughs> and I mean, you made 200K selling your fart in a jar. Like overdoing it may be actually an understatement when it comes to this lady's fart selling business. I mean, she allegedly farted in 50 jars a week in order to keep up with the demand for her jars. At 50 jars a week for 100 bucks a jar, she's balling the fuck out. Balling the fuck out by like mid December, she's at 100k, and then now, now she's hit 200, and she's deciding that she's gonna walk away from the fart jar business, and instead, and I don't understand how this shit works. She was going to start a fart jar NFT business, a digital fart jar, a digital fart jar. What? Like, I've never even heard of such a thing in my life, a digital fart jar. Now, I don't even, I'm an IT guy, I don't even still really understand this whole NFT shit. So, I mean, if somebody wants to call in and maybe fill me in, but a digital fart jar, she's going from the being able to send the guy or whoever it might be a fart jar and then being able, I guess, she opens it and they can smell it for a couple of days. Like, does it last? I have so many questions and that's why I reached out to her specifically online in hopes that she'll be on the show. So next week I got my fingers crossed. <laughs> I need to get her on the show. I have so many questions. $200,000 selling farts. What in the fuck? Literally what in the fuck am I doing? I am in the wrong line of work, I think. Wrong line of work. So. I still can't believe that shit. 18. We got 18 up in that bitch. <laughs> yeah, yo, you should be an actual radio host, bro. This is great. Uh, fun fact, I did work for Clear Channel, and I worked uh, for, like, 95.7, 104.1, Country 92.5, uh, ESPN. Uh, there's a few other ones. When are you going to eat the chip? I'm going to eat the chip when I get the live stream numbers go up. I, I'm not, I'm not just going to do the chip. I'm not just going to do it. You guys got to put in the work. You got to get the share number up. If you want to see me eat the chip, you got to share the live feed and get more people up here because there's no fucking way that I'm burning my motherfucking asshole for any less than 50 people in this room. No less. And you know what? You might say that's extreme, but... This, this chip is in a fucking coffin box. If you think I'm giving it up for any fucking less, you watch your goddamn mind. Out your goddamn mind. Micro, it ain't that bad. Come on. Listen up, Micro Fist. If you, if you eat the chip, you eat the chip. I put down... I put the challenge down. I drew the line. And I said, in order for me to cross it to where this is awaiting on the other side of that line, 
I'm going to need 50 fucking people at least. And if it don't happen this week, I'll put the challenge on the line next week. And the week after that. 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 It doesn't matter how many weeks it takes. But if y'all want to see me burn my goddamn entire inside out. Start sharing out the live feed. No, I didn't think 50 was unreasonable. Are you kidding me? That's nothing. I've seen it plenty times. It can be done. And I'm just saying. Either I'm getting it or I ain't getting it. But I'm going to give you a little more time. And we're going to get this thing popping. Don't go nowhere. It's to be blunt. The laughs are nonstop. <laughs> it's to be blunt with PZ. Been that stoner, still that stoner. Yeah, will forever be that stoner. You already know. I'm the TikTok smoker, I'm a rapper, I'm a toker. I can burn a hole now, still complain that it be over. You can smoke a whole pine even more when I be dying. I'm the get high rapper, someone give this dude the grind. What? King shit, only burning green shit. Appealing every case, cause I know it don't mean shit. I will never stop making hits when I'm blasting. Rain them on the X Games mode, you ain't lasting. Ha, I'm a stoner. Yeah, smoking on the loudest. Yeah. Rolling up the baddest, yeah. Acting silly, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's, what's happening, bitch? I'm a stoner, yeah. Smoking on the loudest, yeah. Rolling up the baddest, yeah. Acting silly, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening? I'm a smoking and recording, but my lamp is all I'm showing. I keep my biz on private, so my stash ain't never showing. Beefing with you rappers really getting kind of boring. If it ain't about the clout, then you know I'm gonna ignore it. I'm the shit, ooh. I'm on the strong, I'm feeling lit. You smoking shit, ooh. I keep it real, keep the sec, you kind of fit, ooh. All the real smokers know that I'm a savage. You smoking babbage. I'm a stoner, yeah. Smoking on the loudest, yeah. Rolling up the Silly, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening? Bitch, I'm a stoner. Yeah, smoking on the loudest. Yeah, rolling up the baddest. Yeah, acting silly, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening? Bitch, I'm a stoner. Guaranteed to give you the munchies. It's to be blunt. With PZ. To be blunt. Hot chips, one chip challenge. Hashtag that some bitch. We have a user. A user. I keep saying user. Fucking drugs and drugs. What kind of user? No. No, a viewer submitted. Help. I got a bunch of them over there, honestly, to break. And I'm sorry I couldn't get through to them all. So I got to really break this down. Listen, an anonymous, I'll keep anonymous, of course. I don't want anyone to get exposed. But listen, so I got an email and it says, I started dating my boss about six months ago. Nobody knows. It's not against company policy, but it would be awkward because it's a small company and everyone's pretty close. My best friend, who I totally trust and has great judgment, is which probably is not the case. We'll see. Is telling me that I have to make a decision: either go public with the relationship or end it. She says that people find out on their own it will be a lot worse, and she's probably right. So I talked to him about it, and he doesn't think it's a good idea. For now, he wants to keep it quiet and see how things go. They've been going for like six months now. Things have been going well. What's the holdup? I think he's being weird about it. He says dating the boss will make me look bad and he doesn't want my reputation damaged. On the other hand, I am proud of our relationship and I want to show off my guy. So I have a lot of questions. Is he right? Should we keep it quiet or is there something else going on here that I should be worried about? Is If he is not willing to be public, should I end the relationship? 
But if I do, won't that be even more awkward at work? Now, <laughs> that that's 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 a mouthful. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yo, dating dating in the workplace is a lot. That's all I'm gonna say. Like if you ask me, that shit's nuts. Dating in the workplace. So I don't know if like that's something that I would be really into. I'm so just saying. Uh I I don't know what to give her for advice. That's rough, exactly. Living wild and free, that is rough. That's a rough one. You know what I mean? Like, that's terrible. <laughs> I don't know how to, how to judge that. I think I think he just doesn't want people to know he's day in the employee because he knows that makes him look bad too. Now the boss is the creepy guy. What up, Rhonda? Nothing that makes the boss the creepy guy. Why don't he want nobody to know? Maybe that's why. I'm just saying, usually, like, you know, workplace relationships are frowned upon. So, I mean, that might be a whole other situation. I'm not... Even the even the audience says that it's rough. I'm sorry if you're watching. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. What would you guys do? Very creepy and sloppy. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Shit's weird to me. Troy, exactly. That's rough. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes is right. Yikes is what I said when I got, when I read the email. I was like, yikes. And that, that's what made me. I, mean, I got a lot of weird, weird emails, but this one was like, they in the boss, bro. Ooh. Ooh. What's up, Rhonda? Rhonda, I see you in here. Thanks for the likes and the shares. <laughs> Honestly, shouldn't have even crossed that line to begin with to be H. Anonymous viewer, you might want to take that advice uh, and apply it. <laughs> For your next time or maybe even your next job because if you make a scene what if he just kind of cans you <laughs> yeah that would probably make it awkward and then you probably get fired am i wrong i feel like that's just me that's just me well our advice from Loud Pack to you probably should have never crossed that line to begin with. There's not, the, either way, you're kind of, I feel like you're fucked. If you're smart and you like him, I say just let that shit play out then. If you're unhappy, get the fuck out. To be blood, 819, we did not hit. Our limit, unfortunately. No burning assholes tomorrow. Thank God. Next week, though, the challenge is back on. Will we get enough people to see me go through hell? Also next week, I am joined by the promoters of the first ever Connecticut Cannabis Cup. That's right. Connecticut Cannabis Cup going down January 29th. Promoters coming on to join us on the show. And that's going to be fucking dope. We're going to talk about the cup and what to expect, what kind of uh, categories is going to be, how you can enter. A lot of information coming at you next week, so make sure you tune in. Also happening January 29th, I'll be performing live at the High Bazaar Sesh. They're doing a big hip-hop showcase, and you can catch me performing your favorite stoner tracks live while you're shopping for weed. Does it get better than that? I think not. 
And of course, don't forget this weekend, January 9th, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., Kill a Smoke Fest Extravaganza, 71 Melville Ave, Meredith, Connecticut. It's going down. Go see Cassidy and uh, get hooked up with some free hot cocoa right at the door. It's going to be dope. Check us out on all platforms. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, TikTok, all that shit. At 2B Blood Podcast with the number 2. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, and keep supporting. I appreciate all y'all. Yeah, go see Lucy Roman for some 420 treats. There you go. Tony, you just made it for me to say, we'll see you next week. Same weed time. Same weed channel.